Hello and welcome. I'm Dave. And I guess what? I'm Sai. We're not Larry Bikers today, are we? We're no. together again, though. That'll give twice the power, because today we are the Agony Uncles. Uncles that are in agony. Yes. Uncle Sai. Uncle Dave. Yes, we're here to help. Yes. In all sorts of possible weird ways. Sensibly, not so sensibly. Yeah, the yeah. 120 years of wisdoms popping out all over the place, isn't it? All over the place. Aye. Yes, mostly on the floor. It's gushing. Oh, uh, yeah, messy messy anyway and, and listen thanks to everyone for the, the, who's been in touch because it has been fantastic um and uh the particularly like uh, uh pro- my problem with prunes dave i think that's been a bit of a thing uh, which featured in last week's uh, right. podcast like you know and uh like benita baker on facebook uh bettina bettina is it yes. bettina baker what a great name bb let's call her bb from now on yeah what bb was saying on facebook uh she said oh i love you too oh, oh. thanks mate that's nice um i love prunes and custard just like we used to get in school i don't eat them much now these days but maybe i have to have some now keep chuckling boys well thanks for sharing that bb nice uh, nice yeah smashing yeah, yeah. Aye, lovely prunes aye. are in the air everywhere i look around oh god aye. yeah but prunes caused a big post bag helen sharp got in touch and said i eat four prunes a day i'm 75 and i need them to keep me regular but oh. i don't eat them the day before i have to go out i learned oh. from experience so maybe Cy and Dave should remember that. So I will. I, I will. That's tactical prune eating. And I didn't think a thing existed. You know, no. as you, as you go, yeah, tactical prune eating. Yeah. Yeah. So if she's going out, then knock she the prunes on the head. Well, I suppose if you get caught short and you're that age, you know, you might mess yourself. Not really. Just because well, she's seventy-five, mean she's leaking everywhere. Well, I know. I know. But I'm just saying that if she's ta- if she's thinking about it, she must have some issue with no, leakage. No, that's called a logic and educated opinion. Right. Right. Unlike so, you, who might mess yourself in your levers. Well, I do and have constantly, as you well know. Halfway across the halfway across the, the desert. Yes, I, think, I know. Outside was. of Wazazet. Yeah, that yes. wasn't. Everybody gets the shits in Wazazet, though. To be fair. Uh, yeah. All right. Enough. Yeah, enough. Put yeah. talk. Uh, right. So, uh, right. Yes. This is how you get in touch with us, as you well know. This is the Agony Uncles at thehairybikers.co.uk. That's the Agony Uncles. It's not. It's Agony Uncles at thehairybikers.co. UK. God, I'm feeling such a moron today. I don't know why, I just do. Just because you're touching me. Is that what you mean by feeling such a moron? No, I mean, I feel enough. No, I Back off. Anyway, enough. on the Agony Uncles team today, posing the problems as always, the thin white duke. Say hi to Mark Jeeves. Hi, Mark. Hello, boys. Lovely to see you. And uh, I should just explain to everyone listening who can't uh, see this on video that uh, you and uh, Sai are normally in different parts of the country when we do this podcast. But today you are actually sat next to each other. In fact, you are literally touching. You're so close to each other. He came round for his tea last night, Mark. Yeah? Yeah. It's quite a long way to come for your tea. (laughs) Well, I know. You know, I just thought I was missing him. So I thought I'd pop in, you know. Yes. Yeah. Like that. Well, it's Sunday, isn't it? Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Oh yeah. Well, and, uh, and I got off with I got off with down the country, and then uh, and I managed to not get another speeding ticket, which was I was really well happy, done. But well, well done. Not that I know about anyway. And um, uh, and uh, and Dave rang up and said, oh, "There's a pl- Lil's put a plumpy chicken in the in the in the oven." So Oof. that was me. Nice. <laughs> speeding tickets all over. I've just, I've got I've got a speeding ticket the other week. I've got six points now. Ooh. I've got six as well. Have you? And yeah. I, I'm, yeah. I've got none. You see. 
He's just so righteous. Look at that righteous look on your face. How can he do that? You drive a car that's got wings. Yeah, I know. Re- I know. What are you doing? You're driving like you're driving like a granddad. Then how no, have you no, got no. zero points for your car? I get loads in France. Oh, oh, okay. oh yeah, but you just pay them, don't you? Yeah, yeah. You just get when I get back. There's a pile of letters, and it's forty euros or sixty, depending on the penalty. Oh. Don't you get points bad. in France then? No, no. no. Ah. It's a civilized country, you see. In it, hey. Well, you're foreign, you don't get points. They just want the door. Oh, fair enough. Well, anyway, it's, it's, a, it, it's a bulging post bag that we have this week, so we've got some lovely, uh, lovely things for you to get your teeth into today. Yes. But somebody's missing, aren't yes, they? Yes, somebody is missing, oh, Dave. Yeah. Yes, and help and solve most of our problems, and, 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 and to stop us swearing a bit, and probably actually swearing more than we do, would normally be dear Deidre of the stockbroker belt, Posh Dash, but uh, Posh... Isn't yeah, is she? Oh, she's off skiing. Skiing, dog. Yeah, in the Alps. Skiing. Yeah. She's, she's at minus 22, 3,200 metres in what's called, I think, champagne snow. Yeah, yeah. What's champagne snow? Snow that's really posh. Frothing. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I think she's she's in Alpes is she? I don't know. Somewhere in the Alps. Anyway, wherever she is, wherever she is, she's not here. And, and she's taken all the staff as well. She has. Uh, yeah. She's, yeah. She's very kind. Very yeah, very kind. kind, yeah. So she'll be yomping today. Will she yomp? Yomping, yes. What's, what's yomping? Just yomping and vagling down the valleys. I've never know. been skiing. I have no oh, idea I used, what's I used it. to go. That every... sounds like a sexually transmitted disease, yagling. No, not vagling, I think what? it's called. Vagling. With your ankles. Something to do with a jazzle. No, no. I'm just saying. You go on, like, you know, I used to love me skiing. Oh, no, I'll break my legs. Anyway, let's get on with Fixing the Nation. Simon, what? play that jingle. I'm playing. Hello, hairy bikers. Here is my request. I have got a problem that I must get off my chest. Won't you listen to my story like a hairy Jack and Ori? Because I heard your advice is the best. In this week's edition of the Hairy Bikers Agony Uncles, uh, Uncle Si and Uncle David were sharing a caring light on these problems. We have a problem getting it up. We have secret love signs, we're desperate for a dance, and we have a fling from the past. But we're going to start with a problem getting it up. And this comes from Dan and Danielle. Now there's devotion in a couple, they share a name almost. Dan and Danielle have written, says, Dear Uncle Si and Uncle Dave, please can you help with a cookery conundrum oh, yes. for that. Oh, yes. good for that easy oh god <laughs> what we struggle with is a good risen yorkshire pudding we explain we're on a slimming program so we always lessen the amount of oil used as this psychologically makes it fewer calories our current recipe is two eggs four tablespoons of flour milk for consistency this usually produces a good creamy mixture that's as, in fact my mother's recipe that's dear uh, mum's recipe that's yes. your mum's recipe okay this usually produces a good creamy mixture they say which has the consistency of yogurt the problem is it never rises and there is a fishy taste to it we use vegetable oil please rise to the occasion and help our diet yorkshire puds to rise too with many thanks and much love dan and danielle i think you're not getting the fat hot enough yeah uh, listen uh, it's over to dave because he makes amazing yorkshire puddings and mine are intermittent beer mats and something from vesuvius so <laughs> i can't really get it right right one of the difference right down south down they south. have what they call a batter pudding now, a batter pudding is like a collapsed Yorkshire pudding. Which is what me mum used to make me dad because he comes from Lambeth. That's right, you gotcha. see. Yes. And a lot of southern people prefer a batter pudding 
to a Yorkshire pudding. The difference is that you start a batter pudding off in cold oil so it doesn't rise. So inherent to the liftability of a Yorkshire is piping hot oil. Ooh. And, you know, to be fair, vegetable oil does a good job with this. So what happens is you get that hot so that when the batter hits the pan, it sizzles. So you need to cook in a hot oven, blisteringly hot oven. On the top shelf. See, I don't like a batter pudding. I can't, what's the point? It's like a quiche that's got no energy. That's <laughs> cultural, isn't it? You know. Yeah, well, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, we'll have a have batter pudding there down the aisle. Batter and pears. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, and maybe they just couldn't afford to put their oven on a long enough. Oh, you know, it's grim out. down south. God blimey. Yeah, go blimey. Cocks and pears. Hey. <laughs> Thought of me, don't you? Pears. Cocks and mussels. That was some pears. <laughs> yeah. That's what Dad used to say that. It was all, right, what the apples and pears? And the tub still was about six to work out what the hell he was talking about. <laughs> I was like, and I goes, where are we going? He goes, you're going to bed. I goes, but the wheel tappers and shunters is just about to come on. She goes, you're not staying up for the stripper. Get upstairs. I the people that listen to this won't remember the wheel tappers and shunters social they club. They should do, and if they don't, it's historically significant and culturally significant, the wheel tappers and shunters club. It's yeah. genius. It was, it was a televisual version of a northern working man's club. <laughs> and it was really, Colin Crompton was the comedian. Was he had genius. a bell. So if somebody was rubbish, they could gong them off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next. But they always right. had a stripper at the end. And in your formative years, it was brilliant. as close as you got to excitement. Yeah. Yeah, it certainly made my Yorkshire pudding rise, I tell you. I, I did, right? <laughs> <laughs> was diet, yeah. Even in that early age, I was thinking, oh, I like that. I like that. That's aye, nice. Aye. Anyway, this is terrible. Uh, this sorry, is, yes, sorry. On. Yes, um, yes. So hot fat. People oh, say yes, your goose fat. fat's great for it, but vegetable oil will do fine. Yes, that will. Uh, an enamel tin is better for Yorkshire pudding. Thin enamel, because it gets more heat. Put that in the oven for about 20 minutes beforehand with the oil in so it's absolutely blistering. Take care, pour your batter in there with the ingredients as specified and you will have a rise on like Vesuvius. Uh, you will? Unless you want a batter pudding. Well, can I ask, because they said uh, they're trying to lose a bit of weight. and Is there such a thing as a diet Yorkshire pudding? If you're going to do that, just eat half what you'd normally eat. But if not, cut the Yorkshire pudding out till you're thin. Yeah. And then <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So no, there is no such thing as a diet Yorkshire pudding. Well, the Yorkshire pudding itself isn't so bad. And if you get the fat hot, the fat, you see, it's the thing, Jim, we were talking about deep frying at one point. Yeah, yes, this deep is Deep frying is not necessarily unhealthy because no. what happens when you deep fry something, if the oil is a sufficient temperature, what you're frying will start to fry and the steam within what you are frying pushes the oil away. So it will not be greasy. It's um, only if the oil isn't fat enough to cause the steam effect hot. that the fat will go in uh. and cause sogginess and fattiness. Or if you overdo it till there's no steam left in what you are deep frying, then the fat will go into it. So if your temperature's right when you're deep frying, technically speaking, deep frying need not be that unhealthy. I know. If you if you get it right and you and you soak yeah. it all off with tissues, yeah, excellent. Okay, so half the amount, or uh, just uh, knock the Yorkshire puddings on the head until you you've think. decided. Yes, yeah, I think so. Yes. Okay. Until you can see, until you can see the parts unknown again. Yes, yes, <laughs> it's not living in shadow. Shadowlands. Food makes, makes everything better. Problem number two is called secret love signs. 
And and this comes from uh, someone who wishes to remain anonymous, calls themselves, it's a lady, she calls herself the Northern Powerhouse. <sighs> Dear Uncle Si and Uncle Dave, can you please help? Dating advice needed. Oh, I'm God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, come on, you can do this. I'm an over-50s woman, and my question is this. How do you tell casual friend from potential relationship material? What are the signs that I should be looking for? How do you tell if someone's interested to avoid the situation I've had where I'm desperately asking a man out just because we like the same kind of cheese? Why is it all... <laughs> She sounds great, yeah. that number. Yeah. <laughs> Northern powerhouse, you could be in here. Yeah. Hey. Uh, why is it all so hard, she says. I've even bitten the bullet and just asked men out, and that went badly. It feels like time's running out, and I really miss a big man hug. Actually, sorry, this does sound like... Just, hold on, I've just dropped my thingy. Sorry. <laughs> Please. I'm not sure what his thingy is, but it sounded big and heavy. Please deploy... <laughs> Please deploy your caring trousers and advise before it's too late to stop the inevitable descent into elderly spinsterdom. So that's from oh. the Northern Powerhouse. Right. How do you tell when someone's interested? I'd ask them. I'm fed up. My grand old age now, I've wasted half my life sitting on the shelf. Do you know what I mean? Are you married? What are you talking about? <laughs> you know, no, I am. I am. I'm very happily married and I'm very, very lucky. But in the past, I've been one of life's wallflowers. No, no, you have, to and, be fair. and thinking back, there are a few missed opportunities because I've sat, I've sat there. Yeah, the girl with the... Shh. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> you, you know, fortune favours the brave. The girl with the bin lane, I was going to say, that wasn't a missed opportunity. Joking. You glued that. Not surprised. You left me there, innit? In a mess. I didn't leave anyway, you Anyway, come nice. on, can you, what, 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 you, what would your advice be? My advice would be, at that age, take it or leave it. You know, cast that net far, far and wide. Okay. I, I think, you know what the problem is? There's n nobody ever... Nobody ever goes out anymore. Well, and when they do go out, they're all like, oh, we can't talk to him. Well, you know, I don't know him on Facebook or I don't know her on Facebook. I don't... There's this huge intervention of, of kind of social media. Well, what happens if you just go to a bar and you kind of go, oh, I quite like the look of you. You know, you're quite nice. And you go up and ask them for a drink. I've done that once. I'll never, ever, ever do it again. Because guess what? The mate, I, I look like if the wind. Ah, no, no. The either looked like this, like I'd had two heads, and I was a bit of a freak. And uh, and then one of them went. Oh, yeah. Doesn't he look like one of the airy bikers? I tell you what, I was out of there. Foom, gone. I was like, shoom, gone. I was like, oh man, I was only asking if he wanted a drink. You know what, chat. I don't want to, you know, spend the rest of my life with you. I just want to have a chat. Anyway, so chat first. Try that because you you, you might get somewhere unlike me um the next thing is look if they look nice and they're polite and they're kind and just watch them for a bit you know not stalky sort of watching i just mean watching as in observing ob observing and, and you'll know man you instinctively know don't you please god and let the human race not have lost that instinct you're funny though when you, you see somebody you fancy yeah you start to go all kind of coy. Do I? Yeah, and, and you, you go, you, you kind of sugar like that. You give yourself a little cuddle. Do I? Oh, yes. Oh. Yeah, you're like a Jack Russell. <laughs> At least I'm not on your leg. <laughs> and I've seen you, you skip as well. Do I? Yeah, you go. Oh, you go. Yeah, you do. <laughs> You go all stupid. No wonder I'm single, dude. I'm cuddling say. myself and skipping. What I the hell? Just, it's like the honey monster. <laughs> it is. 
Enlarge. <laughs> no, it's not quite that bad. No, not that bad. Yeah, dive in there. Yeah, just give it a gun, man. Life's go. too short. And remember, well, you know, the man-woman thing now, you know, I think people are learning now that, that uh, there is equality in the sexes and women are equally as right, have the, have the right to make their feelings known as well. Look, it's always a complicated, and it depends where you're on your head, where you're, whether you're confident enough to do it, whether you, you know, and it's about making friends as well, because yeah. if, you, if you get that network of friendship going, it becomes better, doesn't it? You know, because yeah. it's a wider, you, you have a you have more to choose from, is what I'm I, saying. I always say, the thing is, if you can have your friend, friendship first, and then it goes to thingy, yeah, it's a gamble because you might lose the friendship if the thingy doesn't work. What's thingy? But, you know, sex. Oh. But then if the two together combine, then wowzer, you're on a complete winner. Because not only do you have somebody you fancy, you've got somebody that you can, you know, have your cornflakes with in the morning and have a laugh and go and sit there with your brew. And that's magic. And that's what you should be looking for. Yes, you should. Cornflakes. Not really. It's a two-part thing, isn't it? With milk. Thingy and conflict friendship yeah yes a bit like us without the thingy the <laughs> no. no that'd be weird but please northern powerhouse you yes. sound great yes it does and remember 50 is the new 30 is it yeah get out there get in there and rock it if you got problems you'll be fine just drop the agony uncles a line problem number three this is called desperate for a dance <sighs> and it comes from annabelle oh hi annabelle Annabelle says, Dear Uncle Sam, Uncle Dave, though this is more for Uncle Dave, really. I'm a 56-year-old, recently divorced lady, and I'm looking to put myself out there. I've had this dream since I was about eight. My mum and dad took me to Butlins at Minehead. It still feels like the most magical holiday I ever had. We could stay up late, there was a swimming pool I could use all the time, and best of all, in the evening, there was dancing. Ballroom dancing. 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 Okay, and for our northern listeners, there was dancing. I would watch the dancers move around the floor so gracefully, and I promised myself that one day I would dance like that. I'm also a huge fan of Strictly, so I loved it when you were on, Dave. Thanks. Sadly, for the past 29 years, I've been married to a git. I love women the only time he took me out was to the pub down the road once a month and when I once suggested dancing to him he made a comment that implied that real men don't dance thank you very much anyway he is now out of my life and I want to go dancing but I'm terrified I'm worried that if I join a dance class I'd just look like a clumsy fool and I'd end up sat alone without a dance partner I need some courage and seeing as you had to dance on TV in front of millions I hope you're the man to do it how can I get some confidence, Uncle Dave? How did you do it? Hoping you can help, Annabelle. Annabelle, I had one phrase in my head at all time. That was shit or bust. And <laughs> <laughs> Annabelle, again, you just, just go for it. Okay. You know, nobody's going to judge you. I mean, yes, I turned up on Strictly. My partner, Karen Howard, was the most brilliant. The world, I found myself... She described me. I said, I'm sorry, Karen, I've got two left feet. She said, two? You've got six left feet. And so all of a sudden, the man with six left feet ended up with a world manball champion on national telly. And I always said, I had that time of my life. It was brilliant that there is a place for everybody in that world of dance and mobility and, and just having a good time. I mean, it's like you, Kingy. You, you know, I, I kind of quite like the formality of it. But funny enough, when it comes to dancing out the two of us, 
He's the one who'll go like at the end of an evening who've been in the pub. Why well, should we find a club and go somewhere and plant our feet and bang our heads? That he means by dancing in a Geordie fashion. <laughs> See, I can't do that. But but you love it. You love getting lost in the music, don't you? I do. I absolutely love it. I absolutely. And there's nothing better because when you and you know what the thing is. What sorry? What was this lady's name again, Mark? Annabelle. Annabelle. You see, the thing is, Annabelle, you just go with the music, and 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 it doesn't matter what you do. Because, you know, we're slightly conservative in the UK by nature. You know, we're Northern Europeans and we, you know, we're all a bit self-conscious and all of that. And yes, you're right. It is a bit of a confidence thing. But as Dave says, look, what's the worst that can possibly happen? You're not going to make a fool of yourself. Everybody's there with the same mindset. And if you can, try and find, you know what is great? I don't know what sort of dancing you're, you're, you're after. But if you try and find something that does like soul or funk or northern soul or, or, or a kind of echelon of music that you really like, and then you go to that place, find, try and find somewhere locally. You go to that place, everybody's up for a dance because that's what it's all about. That's the culture of it all. And whether that be rock music, whether that be whatever it is, ballroom, whatever, everybody's of the like mind, you know, and that's the great thing about it. Don't be frightened, sweetheart, because I know, look, it's a big thing. You've been married for 29 years and it's, it's a big thing. But have that confidence because you don't want another 29 years of going, oh, what if? What I is? wish I'd only. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Absolutely. You just want to get out there and do it, kid. Go on, Annabelle. Yeah, and also, you know, if, you, if you're insecure, you've done some dancing before. So be a bit cheeky. Join the beginner's class and you're not quite a beginner. So actually, you're ahead of the game there. Then that will give you the confidence. So when you glide through that class into the next class, you're, you're up to speed and having fun. And it's funny what your ex-hubby used to say about real man don't dance. Ah, twaddle. It's I've got to say that the male dancers on Strictly, uh, one... That they're some of the fittest, toughest men I've ever met, but also some of the kindest, warmest, generous-hearted people. Yeah. You know, when I was obviously I, I wasn't exactly Rudolf Nureyev, you know, on a Jinsky, <laughs> but if I was struggling with something, they they go come up and go. Now, Dave, just, just try and do that and get you around that. You know, they, they're always incredibly supportive and helpful. And then they they wanted to talk about motorbikes with us, but as as a body of blokes. They were brilliant, gay, yeah. straight, whatever. They were absolutely brilliant, as were all of the dancers, actually. Yeah. And, there's, and, you know, you're all there, you get a sweat on together, get a lather on, and, and just have fun. That's what it's about. Life should be about fun. Um, so, no, just find a class and do it. Find two classes. Jump the one you don't like. You might like them both. The thing is, you're going to get fitter. You're going to feel more attractive. And um, you're going to get better as the weeks go on. Plus, you've got a social life. And actually, dancing by nature is one-to-one. Yeah. You know, it's lovely. It's a lovely thing to do. I always say on Strictly, I've, I've never been fitter in my life. I never lost weight, but I lost inches. You yeah. know, like my Latin pants every fortnight kept getting taken in. See, which is great. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was brilliant. Um, do it, Annabelle. Do it. Just yeah, get do out, it. kid. Yeah. Oh, definitely, definitely, definitely. I thought Nijinsky was a race horse. He, he was a ballet dancer first, actually. The, the dancer, oh. then the horse came. Yes. Oh. Sorry, he, he was a ballet dancer who became a racehorse. No, no, no. no. I, th- I, I suspect the horse was named after the ballet dancer. Oh, I see. Now you're I both see. being pedantic. I'm not, I wasn't. I was no, just no, no. seeing. No, I just no. got confused. All right, I, I wasn't I was exactly checking. Darcy Bustle, was I? Now, there we go. Yeah. Oh, she, she said to me once, she said, this is, this is the best thing quite a dance. After my first dance... 
which I think there was certain irony was dancing to moves like Jagger. Oh, yeah. I, I suspect somebody got me sussed out before I started. And Darcy Bustle said, do you know, I think I'm secretly in love. And I thought, there you are. That's the power of dance. See, you see, Annabelle, yeah. what's, come on, look what you're missing. Get out there, girl, and shake your booty. It's going to be great. Let us know where you go. Come and help. Well, if you're down, if you're down, now don't get drunk. Don't get drunk. Just send an email. Just send an email. To the agony uncle. Problem number four. It's time to go to Sai's very comfortable place of confidential corner. Oh. And this one needs just one lady's name. What shall we have, please? Leslie. Leslie. Right. Yeah. This comes from Leslie, who says, Dear Uncle Sai and Uncle Dave, I have a guilt problem. Should I tell my husband? My husband is a sweet man, a great father, really hardworking, everything I could ever want in life. About five years ago, I was at a works conference at the hotel conference center. You know, the sort of thing. One evening after dinner with my colleagues, I had a bit too much to drink and met a guy from a different company in the same bar. One thing led to another, and we spent the night together. It was a pretty wild night, but in the morning, we both quickly worked out this was a terrible mistake, and we haven't had any contact since. In fact, I put it to the back of my mind for all these years, until just last week. My husband's told me about his new boss. It's quickly dawned on me that he was the guy that I have slept with. And at the end of next month, I'm going with my husband to a dinner to meet the new boss, and I'm absolutely bricking it. I don't know if he'll recognise me, but if he does, I think it will be completely obvious that we know each other. So it's a really simple problem, says Leslie. Should I tell my husband? And that comes from Leslie in Confidential Corner today. No. No, don't tell him. I don't think you should tell him because that's you appeasing your guilt. You did it. You had too much to drink and it's for you to carry. You do it. You just do it. And, And look, all you need to say is, oh yeah, he's an old schoolmate. Oh, you, did you used to go to that school or this school? Oh, no, when you turn up for dinner, just yeah. say, oh, we met at that conference, didn't we? Yeah. And then I think if you take the assertive lead in it, yeah. and then he gets the message as well. Because as, as he agreed with you that, that it was a really bad thing, he's going to be relieved as well if you take the lead and just go, oh, I didn't realise you were here. We met at that conference. Pleased to see you again. And keep it as formal as that. Yeah. And I'm sure he'll breathe a sigh of relief. But no, no, I wouldn't. No, why? I, w- I wouldn't. If, if you've got a good marriage and you love him, I think, you know, why why, why light the touch paper on a potential firework of disaster? Yes. Oh, very poetic. Yeah, well, oh, yeah. No, there's no reason to. There's no reason to. Not, yeah, I, I absolutely agree with Dave 100%. And, you know, to justify it to yourself, you... <sighs> You know, if you've done it, then it's for you to carry. There's no need to spoil his life as well. Do you know what I mean? You just... <laughs> I just think that that's... I don't know. I always think when I hear that, that I always think it's pretty selfish, you know. I mean, look, in every circumstance, every circumstance is different. I get that. But in this circumstance, if I was her, I wouldn't say... And I wouldn't say a thing. It was one night. You both made a mistake. Look, shit happens. And it's just one of those things. Alcohol has a funny, funny, yeah. It puts uh, it puts fairy dust where it shouldn't be. <laughs> 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 and uh, 
And I just think, yeah, no, I don't, don't do that, man. <clears throat> don't tell him. There's no reason to. Have you, you know, did, did has Leslie got kids? I think she said. She, the, no, she, she didn't. Uh, well, he said he's a great father. So well, yeah. there you go. Oh, right. Yeah, says, no, yeah. I don't no, man. Mad. Just put it, put it in your memory bank as, yeah, get over it. And obviously, you've got the dinner to get through. Yep. But as I said, just, just do that. I think walk forward, shake his hand. So haven't we met before? I think yes, and that'll be the end of it. Yeah. I think as well, is it some couples as well, you know, who want to know everything about the partner's ex-love life. Oh. You know, I, why? Is why? it some form of masochism or do you want your nose rubbing in it? Or, yeah. you know, I think some things are just left and move on to the future. Yeah. As they say in EastEnders, you've got a fuchsia. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> fuchsia left. Think of the fuchsia, not think the Think of your fuchsia, not the past. Yeah. Yes. What's yeah. done is done, as you say. Yeah. Yeah, what's done is done and there's no need to, there's no need to, you know. It it because actually Leslie, it's your guilt that keeps bringing it up. Just leave it alone. Park it. You made a mistake. It's as simple as that. There's no moral ob- obligation to you reckon you, you you know, and I don't know, it might not be right. Your, your husband may just go, "Oh, well, you know, everybody does it. Everybody makes a mistake." Or he may no, go, they don't. "That's well, not everybody, but you know, oh, some I, people." I never have. No, I know. Why do I know? You're not you. You've got a halo on you. Bing. You know what I mean? Could be on an advert, you, for brand new toilet roll or something. You've got one of those puppy halo kind of things. <laughs> <laughs> We've all made mistakes. Accept it. Get over it. Yeah. And move onwards and relish what you've got. Absolutely right. Interesting what you said about um, people who want to know their partner's love life history. That's yes. quite common, isn't it? It is common. Like, how many of you had and all this? Yeah. It's not, no, no, well, what's gone's like, gone. Yeah, you know, what's or, not relevant. Or, what was so-and-so like in bed? Oh. No. I don't want to talk about it. You know, I'm trying to concentrate on you. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's true, isn't it? It is, yeah. yeah. And then you just, like, completely, you just spend the time justifying yourself and being, like, and tying yourself in knots, and then it kind of just sours the whole thing. It's like... I don't ask about yours. Why are you asking about mine? Yeah, what's gone's gone. Yeah, what's done's done. Yeah, no, I can do. It's a pity that this this gentleman's going to rear his head at the dinner party. Well, that's just a that's just unfortunate, isn't yeah. it? But, you know, if you both work in the same industry, well, yeah, you know, must, 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 must all be quite close industry. Yeah. But then, as I said, just take take the forceful measure because he might be as worried as you are. Well, then just let him off the hook. Let yourself off the hook. And get on with it. You and know. just have a nice dinner. Mm. You've got to be adult about it. There's no excuses. You've just got to get on with it. And then for anyone listening who has ever attempted at a works conference, is there a surefire way to not fall in the same trap? I've told you. It, it's alcohol sprinkles fairy powder where it shouldn't be. <laughs> Don't drink and, and a lot. They're funny though, the works conferences, aren't they? You know, where it, it's very much an insular thing. And outside of that particular kind of group of people it's completely irrelevant you know where somebody's getting fated you know for for being you know the the best kind of figures for sales of window frames and there's whooping and hollering and all of a sudden the best seller of window frames is the god of the night you know so he's full of testosterone and the women are there you know possibly the first time and 
you know, it's weird environment, isn't it? He flogs window frames. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Can you remember when we, when we gate crashed that way? I don't know where we were, but we were just stood at the back because the bar was open. <laughs> at this conference where everybody got, And uh, somebody was, was winning the, the prize for the best window dresser. No, actually, mate, Wait, what we were getting paid to host the awards. You weren't in the bar at the back. You were on the stage with me. <laughs> oh, shit, was that? Oh, oh. Oh, we we kind of got carried away with it. Oh no! And the award for the Midlands oh, yeah, best did. dress window oh, is is oh shit yeah I forgot about yeah I thought we were in the bar uh, Ethel oh. Battersby whoa come on Ethel from Walsall um, yeah and come she, on, she walked up there and she was a goddess actually, actually she was Ethel she, I remember I hate shoes I like shoes yeah. yeah but no it, it's a it's a peculiar intoxicating environment shall we say but just be aware. You might be out for a burger, but you might have steak at home. Oh, nice. Nice. Nicely put. You might be out for a burger, but you have steak at home. Yeah, Aye. Yeah, yeah, I'll get you. Aye. Aye. When there's trouble at mill, there's... <laughs> I don't cause any more. Keep your hand on your ape, me. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> any other helpful phrases? Because these are all really good. Okay. No, I don't think Yeah, no, there's I can think of a couple, uh, but that's enough, I think. I, I wonder what business they're in, actually, into, apart from adultery. Yeah. <laughs> you kind of see them. Well, that's actually an industry, is it? Well, sure. yeah, wait, do you know? Have you noticed going down the A1, there's an adult sex shop? Yes. Yes. Oh, uh-huh. What is that about? There's, there's a few. In, and you know, there used to be. They, yeah, they used to be little chefs. And they, now they've turned them into adult sex shops. Can you imagine that, that, that business deal? Right. I'm going to take all the little chefs on and turn them on to the, where you sell. Like, Good God. And I used to go to Little Chef for a Bender Frankfurter. It's not a, it's a wrong <laughs> connotation now, dude. Oh, a, magnifi- not, a magnifici- Big Seven Burger. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's, that's, big seven bot- burger. that's a selection box of dildos, that now. The bottomless <laughs> coffee pot. Woo! Oh, it's terrible. What do you, I've never been in a sex shop. No, I haven't. Oh, yeah, I have once to buy it. Yeah, yeah, I have once. There used to be Sven's Sorry, adult... To, to, I, to, to, I, buy, to buy a what? You stopped at the point at which you said, I went in to buy a... A, a, a birthday present, but I was going <laughs> up... Over, <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, you see, there was a there was as Dave was about to say, the Sven's adult. Well, there was. It's not there anymore. I don't think Sven's adult bookshop in Newcastle, but it used to sell all sorts of trinkets for that sort of thing. So for somebody's twenty first, we um, I actually and I knew that it was Canadian Dave that used to have the sex shop. Right, it was on the motorcycle scene in Newcastle. So I thought, oh, I, I, I'll go and see Canadian Dave. To buy this Christmas, pre- uh, this birth twenty first birthday present. Anyway, I bottled it, and the girl I was going out with in the time she went, "Oh God, I'll go in and do it." And anyway, I don't know what they were doing in there, but there were ages, <laughs> <laughs> and no one Canadian Dave. I was like, "Who was?" You know, he's a pretty looking dude. I was thinking, right, okay, oh, great. I've lost my girlfriend to Canadian Dave in a sex shop in Newcastle. Great. Yeah. Sounds like a Dire Straits record. It does, I. Tunnel of love. Yeah. Oh, that's not what you did then. And can we just confirm that this is a genuine place called Sven's Adult? Oh yes. Oh, oh yeah. 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 We well, made this up. No. Well, no. When, when I used to work up there with the Cookson's, yeah. we used to park the trucks when we were filming in the city centre near Sven's Adult Bookshop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just put a name. You know, that's Sven's the best name ever, isn't it? Because there's, there's there's the hill in Newcastle, all the motorbike shops are. Sven's, if correct me if I was wrong, was at the bottom. That's it, pretty much. Literally. <laughs> Mostly. <laughs> well, whatever happened to Sven's adult bookshop? This is well, I'll tell you what, the Centre for Life 
That's what happened. What? The Centre for Life. That was built on Sven's adult bookshop. That's quite kind of, what's the word? It's quite a motif, isn't it, really? Well, it was, but then Sven's, when they were building it, moved over the road to, an, a, 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 I think it's now a kebab shop. And now it's branched into old uh, Little Chef buildings. <laughs> little Chef yeah. buildings. Yeah, no, I just, sorry. Well, I do only go up the A1. You, you know, you, I it's never see anybody in transit. Yeah. Do you think, oh, just stop in and buy a doodah? Yeah, yeah, when, whenever I've saw that, yeah, it, it's a, it's a it's it's a commitment to a journey to go because and the other thing about the A1, there's not that many places to turn around on some parts of it, so you're like you're going to be driving for miles the other direction to come back, so you must really want whatever they've got. But clearly, there's a few of them, so clearly they do make money. They must work. It's bizarre. Bizarre. Can you ask uh, anybody that's that that works in one of those places to give us a shout because yeah. I'm fascinated to see the get in touch. Agony uncles at thehairybikers.co.uk. We'd love to know. Yeah, yeah, we will. How how it works and how many visitors you actually get to the on the A one on the A one, and what's the main motive? Well, we know what the motive is for coming in, but you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm just, what's the, you know what I'm saying? And it, yes, anyway, Leslie, get over yourself and keep your gob shut. Yes, I think so. That's yes, sound yes. advice, Simon. Yes. If, if your life's in a mess, mess then the email, email address is the agony uncles at thehairybikes.co.uk. Yeah. So, well, look, look, everybody, thanks for listening. And um, and if you've already been in touch, thanks very much. I'm glad you like the podcast. Please, for goodness sake, can you adjust so we can keep going? Click the subscribe button because that makes it all lovely and worthwhile and we'd be very happy. Uh, yes, so keep your problems coming in because if you don't, we haven't got a show. <laughs> no, we'll send your questions and problems to agonyuncles at thehairybikers.co.uk. That's agonyuncles at thehairybikers.co.uk. We'd love to hear from you and try and help you solve your traumas. Yes, yes, indeedy. So follow us, subscribe to us, love us, care for us, take us, possess us, make us your own. So on every Friday, you get a new pop-up going, here, yeah, the lads are back as agony uncles. You see, that's what we want. So, uh, Posh Dash is in here, uh, but I have to say she's been a miss, hasn't she? She has, hasn't she? Yes, there's little pearls of wisdom. And of course, the pearls because she's posh. Yes, posh. Yes. And she's posh the only pearls per- of wisdom. Posh pearls of wisdom, and she's the only woman that can say fuck and get away with it yeah. on podcasts. Yes. I think. Yes, I think so. As some of you said, it was the best start to the weekend, so thank you for that. Thank you for that. Yes. So, from the Thin White Duke and us, have a safe, happy, and prosperous week. Goodbye. Hi, my name is Kay Adams, and to be honest, I'm not so good with the ageing process, so I enlisted my old chum, the filter-free Cara McKenzie, to advise. Could you imagine being a porn star? The room would need to be really hot for me to strip (laughs) off. To be honest, she's not much help, but she is rather amusing. And along with some great guests, Joe Brand, Andy Oliver, Anton Dubeck, Ruth Langsford and Craig Revel Horwood, darling, we are learning how to be 60. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.